Hello, I'm Guy Montague-Jones from Beverage Daily. Here we're warming up for Drinks Ingredients 2010, our conference and expo on May 27th. To give you a sneak preview of the event, I'm joined by Leatherhead analyst Chris Brookman, who will be giving a talk at Drinks Ingredients on high-growth segments in the drinks industry. So to start off with, which beverage trends do you think have best resisted the recession and which have proven most vulnerable? Well, the best-performing drink sector as a whole in recent years has been energy and sports drinks, uh, but particularly energy within that. Uh, For example, we predict a a compound annual growth rate for energy drinks of uh, just over 10% globally between 2008 and 2010. And that's down on just over 28% uh, a year between 2006 and 2008. So it has come down a bit, but it's still way ahead of any other sector. Uh, If you look at carbonated soft drinks, as a whole, a very mature um, sector in, in the developed world. You're looking at growth annually of, of virtually nothing, just 0.2% a year in the same time period. So really, it's, it's energy and sports drinks in particular which have spurred on the, the market as a whole. And have there been any surprise developments since the downturn began? Well, I think uh, the recession has, has led to a few developments. Um, in the UK market in particular, we've seen a whole raft of retro nostalgic um, drinks uh, come out sort of feeding on the the, uh, the recessionary uh, trend and, and the need for sort of um, people harking back to the past and, and when, when things were more comforting and, and better. Uh, so you've had things like old-fashioned lemonade doing quite well in, in the UK, but also some European markets as well, uh, dandelion and burdock, those kind of traditional flavors and, and drinks uh, from, from yesteryear. Uh, but there is there is also a clear sort of trend for experimentation with flavours in particular, which is obviously going to stick around for, for quite some time. Okay. A lot greater variety of, of products and flavours in the market now. So would you say that willingness to experiment and innovation haven't been too hard hit by the recession? No, I don't think so. I mean, particularly in soft drinks as a whole. Um, I mean, in in alcoholic drinks, I mean, the recession has been particularly bad for the sales of, of beer um, and combined with smoking ban in many markets. Uh, beer sales have been um, negatively affected, particularly lager sales, for example, in the UK, which have, have dropped about 10% over the last uh, five years or so. So some real problems there. But in terms of innovation, I mean, you're considering to, continuing to see uh, a whole raft of, of new products come into the market, particularly in the functional category, um, particularly addressing some real demographic changes in the population. Uh, you've got a rapidly aging population, um, so there's a lot of products coming out for... Uh, addressing their needs for you know, things like um, enhanced uh, bone health or improved mental clarity and performance. Uh, so you've seen some ingredients like GABA, gamma amino butyric acid, um, which is quite prevalent in some, some products in Japan, starting to appear in, in some, some drinks in, in the West as well. So some really quite innovative ingredients starting to come through. Coenzyme Q10 would be another one. And leaving functional drinks aside for a moment and looking at geographies, um, would you say that emerging markets are now really the only frontier um, for significant growth? Well, there's always room for differentiated brands in, in, in the more developed markets still. Um, so you, you know, Coca-Cola and Pepsi, the big players, are still uh, looking at adding new brands to their portfolio um, for, 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 for selling into the European and North American markets in particular. And that's what they've concentrated on over the last couple of years. But there's no doubting the growth in drinks consumption globally is wholly driven by emerging markets. Um, between 2006 and 2012, we estimate that China will have added 
about 27 billion litres to its overall soft drinks consumption. In that same time period, the U.S. would have declined by just over 6 billion litres. So clearly the entire shift in um, attention has gone towards China, Brazil, India, those type of markets um, where all the growth in consumption is, is coming from and will be in, in years to come as well. So, yes, there are opportunities still in, in the developed world, if you like, but it's much more for, for niche differentiated brands for the, you know, more sort of functional high-value type products. The mainstream bulk volume growth is going to come from, from the, uh, the major emerging economies. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I look forward to hearing your insights in more detail on May 27th. I'm Guy Montague-Jones reporting for Beverage Daily.